This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. All right, now let's talk some NBA. So yesterday... On Sunday, the Bucs uh, didn't look good for the first 10 minutes. It looked like your typical Mike Budenholzer game one where the Bucs never yes, show up. Then all of a sudden, uh, I would say Giannis took over. It wasn't his best shooting performance, but he was just facilitating, and everybody was knocking down their jumpers. Well, Brooke Lopez, he was in foul trouble, too. Yeah, that fourth foul he picked up was pretty dumb, but at the same time, I thought it kind of like sent a message to the Celtics that the Bucs are the more physical team. And that's the crazy thing. Like Going into this series, I was like, man, I think the Celtics could play with Milwaukee because they were so physical against Brooklyn. I think what we're learning, what you already knew, is how bad and how soft Brooklyn was this year. And Brooke Lopez remains, I know his age, and I know that he really doesn't have you know, the ambition to go out and grab seven, eight rebounds, even though he's seven foot tall. But he's still one of the dominant rim protectors in For the sure. NBA, right? Absolutely. He was good. Uh, Grayson Allen is on a roll right now. I yeah, thought it was just because it was Chicago. No, he's knocking down his jumpers. He had that floater against Robert Williams yesterday. He's looked really good. Uh, if the Bucks play like that, if Drew Holiday gives you that every single game, if he goes for over 20, has six, seven assists, and plays lockdown defense on the other end, Bucks are scary, and I could see them repeating as champs. I still yeah, don't think too. the market's given them enough credit. You played them in the series, right? I did. I played them plus 175. I couldn't do it fast enough. Like, I just couldn't. I was like, wow, I don't understand. You know, it, it really kind of, I guess, struck me. I was like, why is Vegas doing this? You know, they split during the regular season. Right. One of the games that Boston won was without Giannis. The other one was in a slump during December when the Bucks didn't care about winning games. That was like a very low period for them. And also Dennis Schroeder in one of those games went off for 40. Yeah. Um, the other two, the Bucks won pretty handily towards the end of the season. So, like, to me, that didn't make sense. And I guess it was just because they swept the Nets, but and the Nets were sort of a public favorite uh, for pretty much the entire year. So if they sweep them, then that means that they're the king now. To me, that, that never meant that. Um, Giannis defending champs. Giannis is unguardable defensively, offensively. Like, why are they two-to-one dogs? Like, I don't I don't understand. I'm, I'll play that every day. Yeah, I mean, so, again, they're going to be four-and-a-half-point underdogs I mean, coming up that, in game I, two. You jumped on bet, that today, biggest right? Biggest bet of the week. Biggest bet of the week. And I, think, I, I still think Boston could win the series, but if you're going to continue to give me – and Milwaukee the four and a half. Plus I love the five. under too. I have to do it because like Giannis dominated in that game and he was only nine to twenty five from the floor. So imagine if Giannis goes out there and he's more efficient. He has his he usual missed, seventeen to twenty five shooting night. He missed his PRA by a half a point and he was in foul trouble the entire night. He was sitting on the bench for most of the second half and he still was dominant. And well, that was my takeaway from the game. Okay, so Giannis gets picks up that fourth foul and I was like, what a dumb foul. Here's where Boston makes their run, right? And not only does Boston not make a run. They the actually, lead gets extended. yeah, the lead was extended with Giannis on the bench. So if the role players play like that, series over. And if Jalen Brown plays like he did for Boston yesterday, I know he's dealing with the hamstring injury, but he just looked like That's the tough. moment was too big for him. Tatum, same thing. Tatum was six of eighteen from the floor. Horford was four of eleven. Marcus Smart 
God bless his soul, flopping all over the place. Probably got himself hurt in that game. Three of 11. I don't know why my computer's doing somebody that. Said, uh, somebody <laughs> said Marcus Smart is who NBA Twitter thinks Grayson Allen is. Yeah. Just like literally, you know, cutting guys off at the legs, yeah. like undercutting them. Here's the thing, too. Like, I do think Boston's a very good team. I, do I think too. that they're very I don't physical, want to overreact to one game. But no, I don't think that they're going to outmuscle the Bucks. Like, I don't think that they're going to outgrit the Bucks. They're going to have to figure out a way to play taller. Like, I just, they're, they, I think there were t- 10 for 30 or 10 for 25 in the paint. Like, I don't know how you get those paint points because the perimeter shooting is not going to get any better. Yeah. Even though they had many open threes, they're averaging that num- that 36% from, from the field from three-point line all season long. That's exactly what they had. Actually, a little bit better than that last night. They had 50 threes. That's what they're going to need to do. It's like they're going to have to shoot 45% from three in order to be in this game. And, like, the Bucks are hitting their threes. And that's the thing. Like, the Bucks. now it wasn't like a, like a total, like, crap fest from them like off day but they only shot 12 of 34 from three like they could easily shoot but as a Bulls fan I could promise you that they're going to shoot better than that they shot 41 percent from the floor Boston only shot 33 percent from the floor and if you're not knocking down your jumpers and you're at home and you can't score you at least got to you got to compete like you can't lose the rebound advantage by seven and Milwaukee was dominating with Giannis on the bench and Brooke Lopez isn't out there to rebound anymore Bobby Portis had a great game Drew was playing really aggressive. The role players were just much Drew's better. Drew's a hard rock, too. He's so damn good and so underappreciated still. And again, though, like, not even his best shooting performance. He was only 8 of 20 from the floor. Now he was 3 of 5 from 3. He had 9 rebounds in the game and 5 assists and 25 points. He was the leading scorer for the Bucs, but if he plays like that, series over. Grayson Allen had 11. Connaughton had 8. Carter had 7. Everybody was just knocking down their jumpers. I still, I think that if you're playing the series now, after one game, I'd play I'd play Boston plus 105. I mean, just two days ago, just yesterday, actually, if you wanted to play Boston in the series, it was what? Minus, minus 185, almost minus, minus 200. 200. Yeah. Now you're getting them plus money after just one game where I think the market's overreacting a little bit. Now what concerns me is like going into this series, because we've seen this playoff series twice before where Milwaukee lost to Boston a couple of years ago when they weren't ready. It was Joe Prunty was coaching them. It wasn't even Mike Budenholzer yet. And then we saw them knock out Boston a couple of years back when they made the run to the Eastern Conference Finals and lost to Toronto. And it was like Jason Tatum looked 19 in that series again. He was the best player for Boston in that series. But Jalen Brown, like they look like the same dudes they were four years ago. I thought they had matured. Um, I've been hyping up Tatum as a top five player. He didn't look like it yesterday. And Jalen Brown was you know really needs to perform? bad yesterday. Robert Williams needs to perform. I saw the stat that when guarding all these dudes, like Giannis was 0 for 5 from the floor, that that Robert Williams, so opposing players, Bucks players, I want to say that one of the advanced stats had uh, them 0 for 14 when Robert Williams was the primary defender. But I watched that game, and Brooke Lopez has this one, like, pump fake, and Robert Williams bites on it, and he dunks on him. And then there was the floater that Grayson Allen had over him as well, where I would like, consider I him the primary yet. defender. So I don't really know how that matters. He had six but points. Yeah. Six points, eight rebounds, no assists. Like, just try to feed Robert Williams and then have him kick out and, and try to swing, swing, swing until someone doesn't rotate over. Yeah. Like, Marcus Smart has to play smarter. Uh, like, obviously, he's banged up. And if he's injured. If like, he's a- injured, I don't even know what you do. Like, do you put... Because you can't they, have more Peyton They Pritchard. had this kid Malik uh, Fitz in. At the end of the game, I was like, I don't even know that guy. They Malik waved. Fitz. Oh, you want to talk about bad hooks really quick. They waved the white flag yesterday. I played yeah. my only loss yesterday. Tatum over seven and a half rebounds. Oh, so he had no. five going into the fourth quarter. He picks up two because he missed a putback. 
Uh, did, you saw it. I was yelling at him at the top of my lungs. Dude, you're down double digits, double figures. Giannis is on the bench. Why are you trying to slam home that putback? Just tap the, that yeah. back in, dude. You are down double digits in a playoff game. But I was glad because he did give me a rebound. They waved the white flag, and he had seven with two minutes to go. I was like, they actually on, took man. That took sucks. one away. It's six and six. That was, oh, he only had six? Oh, yeah. good. Then I then I would have been really mad. I don't understand why they continue to do that to me, though. But he's going to have to be much better. He was 6 of 18 from the floor. And, yeah, he only had six rebounds. You're right. Seven assists in the game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.